Um, like I said, I meant to talk to you. I'm a little upset about this whole point tiebreaker bullshit. I don't set up what the tiebreakers are. I understand ESPN that. Set, ESPN, set, ESPN sets the tiebreakers, homie, not me. I understand that, but do you still understand my beef? Not really, because it's not my beef. The proceeding was recorded earlier because we were ashamed to do it now. Yo, what up, yo? Time is running out. It's for real, though. Let's connect. Politic, ditto. We can trade places. Lift it in the staircase. Word up. Peace incarcerated. Start up with Welcome to the cast, where the only thing that stays the same is the name. You never know who's going to show up, but you know it's going to be a good time. Let's get into this week's show. Well, they won't call you back because you got cloudy piss. Yeah, man. Some people won't call you back, but hey, but some people do their job. Instead of worth people calling them back, do your job. For real. But you know what my job is? It is to get this week started because it is week 14. The cast here for the Alcoholics Fantasy Football League podcast. What's up, G? What's going on? How you doing? I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. It's week 14, bro. It's almost here, man. How many weeks it, are it's left? It's getting narrow. Uh, two, two, two weeks left in the regular season. Then we got three weeks left in the playoffs. Mm, playoffs. Mm, playoffs. Like we said, only two weeks left in the regular season, y'all. You've got to be ready. Last week, three teams secured their playoff spots. Three of them are gone. Four of them are still available. One team currently in the playoffs is under 500. Under 500. That is absolutely crazy. <sighs> like I said, there are four spots, eight teams. Eight teams still with a shot to get there. And today, it's super duper, man. AG, this is the one we've been waiting for. The final one. Yeah, man. I mean, this is the interview, dude. This is the one that he's the one that brings everything together, dude. We're calling it the linchpin, the linchpin for for all of it. For what brings this all together? How did you get here? Why are you here? You'll find out just in just a bit. And it's really freaking crazy who it is. But you guys will see after the break. We're gonna jump to it real quick. See you guys on the side. That break was really short or really long. Not sure. It's all the same to us on this side of it. So let's go ahead and get to these results for week 13. Results for week 13. What you got, G? I'm happy to announce that we went 5-1 and one against our Alki point spread for last week and our projections. And the, the, the one, that was me. Yeah, baby, three in a row. Nice. Trying to act like you want to be in the playoffs or something? I do want to be in the playoffs. It's still eligible. We'll just start out with me. 163, uh, kind of okay. Didn't work out. 99, 64-point difference. Heck, yeah. That's uh, three straight, Herb. Heck, yeah. I'm still alive. I'm still alive. Side pieces out getting some all the time. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Megan people look fancy That quarterback trade has worked out well for me So hope you're listening Life Champs Thanks I really really appreciate that mm-hmm. um, Speaking of uh, really appreciate that Your game was kind of boring 
it was you know you know it's another one of those i we appreciate you we appreciate it. we're it's a love in today's atmosphere we're talking about the linchpin we brought it all together um it's a loving atmosphere but your your game was boring 151 115 you over max 36 point difference you know i didn't even write any notes on it it's just you know good job yeah you. man it was the perfect performance like you know that's how i like it nice easy win nothing major not embarrassing you know it was fun it happens <laughs> Another game didn't didn't quite work out so well. Thirty five point difference. Chicken dinner over the Urban Achievers. Not enough bad guys to pull out a win. Chicken dinner locks his spot in the playoffs. Urban Achievers, you still got some work to do. You're still alive. I, I mentioned that you specifically because uh, we play each other this week. I'm trying to get in the playoffs, and uh, I wish you nothing but an unsuccessful week. Oh, it's gonna be fun. You guys are gonna have a blast. But no, seriously, that's crazy. That's a big win for Mike. That goes and puts him in, like you said. But yeah, that that leaves the door open for everybody else. With Urban Achievers still staying there at seven wins, that could have been a big win for him. It could have been. There, there's also another could have been. It was another Monday Night Football nail biter. This, uh, this game came down to the third quarter. Life champs. They had a chance. They had a chance. But Shomer Shabbos, Josh Allen decided to play a little ball, throw some touchdowns. And Somer Shabbos, 169, Life Champs, 163, Life Champs, you lose again. That is four in a row. Four. Dude, Somer Shabbos got lucky. There were 30-mile-an-hour gusts last night. Mac Jones threw the ball three times. Come on, dude. He's lucky Josh Allen put those points up. Hey. I mean, he's that, that dude. I mean, Josh really saved his bacon on that one. I kind of I would have liked to it would have worked out better for me had he lost. But, you know, I can't root against the life champs. That's my rival. I hope you lose every one of your games. Let's do the positive. We have some people that uh, lock their spots in the playoffs. So, let's do the positive. My brother-in-law, Wad, the leader, he goes to 12 and 1. 181 to 120 over the backbreakers. Wad, congratulations. You have locked the number 1 spot in the playoffs. Woo! Which means you get the buy. We'll get to that blah blah blah. He's just playing. Da, 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 da. We'll get to that sixty-one point win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right, yeah, now yeah. let's talk about the bad. We have an official announcement. This one, we have an official locked into the number twelve, the hot seat, and it's getting getting that honor. It's there. Running back lives matter. One seventy-five. He's back. One fifty. It was a quality week for he's back. But I'm sorry, you played. 25 point loss, dude. Come on, Oz. 25. There's nothing you can do about it. I mean, nothing you can do about that one. You put up 150. 150. That's a valiant effort. Yeah, I mean, that's it. But ugh, there's got to be some awards based off everything you just said. Who's high as a kite? My brother in law, Wad. 181. Hey, we now. That was a beatdown. That was the second time. Well, congratulations. Yay. We're running into a tie. There's a couple other teams that have done it twice, but he's, he's doing it well. He's just racking up all sorts of rewards. The Debo's beatdown. Again, my brother in law, 61 point. That's my fight, Pop. That was uh, whew. Ugh. ugly. It's my bike. Yeah, that was his bike. Just damn lucky. Shomer Shabbos, six points. Still, it could have happened. Could have happened the other way. Six-point victory, just a squeaker. Yeah. But, hey, man, 
good living right there. It's good living. <laughs> the man, what in the are you doing? We have we have some contention here, and I'll just go ahead and air it out. There's a debate. One of us believes one of us believes that it should go to Hefley because his quarterback outscored because Joe Burrow outscored Patrick Mahomes by nine points in a six point loss. My contention is you can't really say that you tell somebody to not start Patrick Mahomes over Joe Burrow, and. I agree. Gilpin's right. Hefley probably should get it. It just theoretically, I can't blame somebody for making a call of playing Patrick Mahomes. I can. The you way that I can. put it, at the end of the day, he's had quarterback dilemmas all the time, all season. He traded one of them. I appreciate having Mr. Herbert. He's done very well. Love that. It happens. However, if you look at the day, he lost a game by six points, and he had a quarterback that he could have played that scored nine more than the one he did play. But it's not a realistic option. Usually every week it's a realistic choice. It's like, oh, why wouldn't you have played him in the first place? But this was one just uh, – you get it, but I can't blame you for make, for the decision you made. I mean, you All can't right. not play Patrick Mahomes. Like, I guarantee you, if Hefley doesn't play him this week, the dude will score 40. It's just what it's like. Just watch. He's going to play Joe Burrow. Burrow's going to score 18 again. And Mahomes going to go for 50. The last time he didn't play him, he went for 50. It's like he's waiting for Hefley not to play him. That's awesome. That would be great. Yeah, I mean, guess I guess waiting on it, that definitely is that is that it. Because we were waiting on to see if he was going to score any more points. So, is that it? Is that it? Is that it? Is that is that that was that was it? That was it? Yeah. Kind of okay. Ninety nine points. You didn't crack a hundred again. Dude, how do you have the highest score all season? You also have the third time that you've won this award this season. I'm sorry, but uh Allison should check the roster. Check the waiver wire. That was a quick break. That was a quick break. We are sitting down with the one, the only, Mr. Wesley Cheek, ladies and gentlemen. Shomer Shabbos. What's going on, Shomer Shabbos? How you doing, bro? Hey, man. It's a good day. It's a good day to talk with you fine gentlemen. I'm excited to be here. Shit, thanks for coming on, man. I mean, this has been a long time coming, as everybody can tell. You are the lucky number 12. You, This is our 12th interview. I mean, as, you know, G and I sat down, we kind of figured this one out. I mean, to come together, like, you're the linchpin, man. Like, you are everything. Like, I mean, G kind of figured it out. Like, without you, we aren't together. <laughs> and and I'm, we're really serious about this. We intentionally put you last because we asked the question, how did you get connected to the league? And every single answer ultimately went back to you. So I'm interested to hear this because I had not heard this theory. So I'd, All right, I would, so let's, I'd love to hear your let, – let's go, let's, go, let's go through the league. So clearly you, me, and Hefley, we all showed up originally, but I, you found me. I was sitting on a hill 
so were you. You turned around and said, is your sister really that weird? And I said, yup. And that was 20 <laughs> years ago. So, and then we picked up Heffley. So then we, shush. Um, we, we picked up Heffley. But if you go through the rest of the league, where'd Oslo come from? He came from you. Yeah, so, here's the question. How did you and Oslo meet? So the first time we met was about two years before we really truly met. But we worked at 21st together. He was an intern one summer, and he sat by me. But he had headphones on every day, and he didn't really talk to people. But I knew who he was. And about a year or two later, um, I'm hanging out one day with Steve Klein. And Steve Klein and I were talking Dave Matthews Band stuff. And he goes, hey, I've got a buddy of mine who's really into Dave and has a bunch of live shows. You guys should get together and just hang out. That friend turned out to be Oslo. <laughs> and he opens of the door course. when I go to meet him. And it's like, we used to sit by each other at work. I know who you are. All and right. So, so that, of course it is Dave door. Matthews. Of course it's Dave. Yeah. So that's Oslo. Let's keep going. Where did Moon come from? Moon was living in the house at the time that I went there to go hang out, as was Miller. So Moon kicks in from you too. Uh, Barney, Barney comes from Oslo, which still comes through you. Leech, Alan comes through me, so he's ex he's exempt. Leech is new. Um, big man, also Max. Alan from Twenty First as well. So even not that he would be here you without you, but still, I did know Alan back. In he already knew sort of. There was, there was a connect there. <laughs> Max. Let's talk about Max. Because I always assumed that Max came from Lee. I thought Big Giant Black Man came in pairs. Turns out, no, I'm wrong because Max <laughs> comes from you. Yeah. Which I didn't I mean, realize that until you pointed that out to me when you were at my house a few weeks ago. Because um, I'd yeah, forgotten like, about the Hamburger Henry's thing. Yeah, without Hamburger Henry's and without my ex, I don't meet you or him. So that's the kicker is like, yeah, once again, it's through Wes. Like, <laughs> that's where he comes from. So you are the you are the linchpin. You are responsible for all of this fucking nonsense. Yeah. All right, well, I guess my next tattoo will be an Alky Lane tattoo of some sort. <laughs> yeah. I mean, golf clap to that, bro. Yeah. Golf clap. I'm, I'm happy to be a servant. You guys. Absolutely. We, we wish you nothing as we've been through this and this long road of, of each interview. It, it seemed your name just kept coming up and we went, well, all right, that's that's awesome. And that is fantastic that you are the reason that we're all here. <laughs> it is absolutely awesome. So let's glue jump to some questions, man. Yeah, you're the glue. What is your government name, sir? My government issued name can't really uh, disclose that without permission from the CIA. But I'll do it anyway. Wesley Gene Sheik. Ah, very cool. Very nice. Is Gene a family name or any, any reference to it? It's my dad's middle uh, name and also my little brother's middle name as well. Ah, very cool. So, Gilpin, you have that uh, Joseph in your family, right? Yeah, all the males on our side were Joseph. But Joseph doesn't rhyme with anything fun like Gene does. Gene rhymes really well with Bean, just in case you're you're wondering. And Genie Beanie, just just throw it out there. Nah, man, that that wasn't yeah. That was my um, uncle's nickname for me as a small child. 
There is there is 25 years of garbage in his head that I've been waiting all season to just be like, I got something. Blah. All right, let's keep it moving because Blah is going to be there. All right, man. Significant other, lovely lady, uh, furry babies, babies, anything like that, man? Um, yes, Lily and I have two furry babies. Um, we have Zappa, who is currently 11. And then we have Susie Cream Cheese, who will be turning four on Friday. <laughs> nice. Susie Cream Cheese. That is awesome. That is a great name. All right, here we go. I have to ask this one because I have absolutely zero clue about this one. Where do you work, sir? I'm currently working at Fulton High School. Ah, very cool. What do you do at Fulton High School, my friend? I am a special ed co-teacher in English classes for ninth graders. Really? My mom, is a, she's the dean of special education up in uh, Prince George County. Really? I never knew that. Yeah, man, she's been doing special ed for almost 20 years now. She's about to retire this year. So it's weird, though, because I've got another buddy of mine who I found out his mother was like 40-plus years in special ed, and his mother-in-law also like 30-some-odd years in special ed. So this is all kind of a new thing. It happened real quick. Um, I'll just kind of briefly throw the story out since you mentioned you had not heard this yet. Um, the disillusionment with my previous employer started happening earlier this year. Teaching is something I've always wanted to do, but was never willing to go back to school and finish it off. Um, quit my job in the spring and was at the gym one day just bitching to a friend of mine about all the stuff that had happened at work. And one of my fellow workout partners heard me and jumped in and mentioned to me that he was the assistant superintendent of Knox County Schools and that he could possibly help me with this. Um, so he turned me on to a program over at UT called a Job Embedded Program. Uh, yeah. They give me a temporary license during the period of time that I'm taking the classes to get licensed, but I can still work full-time, I can get paid, get benefits, get tenure, all that good stuff. Um, so I'm starting my round of classes in January, 36 credit hours, and at the end of it, I will have my teaching license and my master's in education. Dude, that is outstanding because you want to know who else? Ron Parisi did that. Really? Like Ron? Ron did the whole go to, go back and uh, go back to school while you're uh, teaching. So that's how he got back into teaching, man. That is super dope, bro. Yeah, yeah. man. I know my mom says with special ed, though, once you get in, you guys love the kids so hard that it's hard to leave. I'm already kind of feeling that a little bit because I, I did learn that once I finished the program, I have to take an exam that's called a praxis exam, and that's what gets you certified to teach your specific subject. I was informed that I can take whatever praxis exam I wish. I can take three, four, five, whatever, and then I can teach any of those subjects. Um, so I've already kind of had the thought in my head of taking an additional praxis to teach other things, but in the two or so months that I've been working at Fulton, I'm already kind of digging the caseload of the special ed kids that I'm working with. Um, so I, I could see me getting caught in staying in this. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it is one of the most admirable things that I can see people doing, but it is a rough, rough, it's a rough road, my friend. You guys deal with some really hard cases. And at Fulton, it's uh, amped up a little bit too. So, but then again, that's also part of what I like about it. Like this is kind of the demographic of kids that I'm interested in working with. 
Sure. Yeah, you don't cool. like you don't like a boring job. I've 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 lived and worked and been around you a long time. If you're bored, you are not a happy camper. So constant excitement, and that's exactly what that'll give. That's fantastic. Good for you. Yeah, that's absolutely fantastic, pal. Let's move on with something a little. Yeah, move on with something a little funnier. We all know who your favorite huh. college team is. You can go ahead and say it out loud. We know who it is. Your favorite college team. Hey, go balls, baby. Who is your favorite pro team? How about them Cowboys? Oh God! I'm, I'm, oh God! Ready for the hate? Oh Jesus! Bring, Bring oh, all Jesus. the hate! Oh my gosh, dude! For how many years since Ooh. the very beginning, I have been telling you, you have an awful taste in NFL teams. The star is an awful, awful. So this look. has been a long, a, long. This has been a long acquired terrible. taste. You two met, and this year. is where he was at from day one. From day one. Baby pictures of me in my in Cowboys onesie, like since birth. Oh, that, oh your God. parents had it wrong too. Like, <laughs> that doesn't make it better. I mean, it's still wrong. Okay, Ter- so Terrell Owens did one good thing in football, and that was lift his leg on the star. Yeah, I hear you. Besides football, what other? Do you have any other favorite teams? Any other favorite sports? I'm a big hockey fan. I love the Preds. Um, also, big MMA fan. I've gotten way back into that since the pandemic started. I kind of fell out of that for a few years, but back on the UFC train again. And I have to admit, the last two Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder fights were pretty good, too. Here's another good story of, of me and Gilbert back in the day. So the second Tyson Holyfield fight, we actually watched that at my great-grandmother's house. It was me and Gilpin, I think my mom and one of my cousins was there, and a couple other people. This is and the bite all, the ear fight? Yeah, this is the bite the bite fight. And okay. when the bite happens, none of the rest of us see it. But my eighty eight year old great grandmother was the one, but he just bit him. He just bit him. Like, no fucking way. Then they show the interview. Like, yeah, her old blind ass was the one that saw the bite and none of the rest <laughs> of us. But we were watching that fight, yeah. So here's one question I don't know about you, Wes. Are you into superheroes, comic books, any of that kind of stuff? Never was. I so you don't I, have honestly, a favorite I superhero? Never, I was never around it. Like, Gilpin might honestly be the first person that I ever knew that was into comic books that I actually had a conversation about, and we met when we were 15. Huh. So by then, by then, I already had my things. Yeah. What I mean, were you, what were you doing instead as a small young as as a as a, as a, as a youth? To two youths. I was already a music nerd by that point. Like I'd already, I hadn't gotten into it as ridiculous as I would in college when I realized how much easier it was to access that shit. But I mean, I was nerdy about sports stats. Oh yeah, no, obviously the old school WWF, the WWE was- shit. Old WWF days was we were. All you were the that. you were the biggest wrestling fan that I had ever encountered, and I there was a couple that I you know back in the kids around the way that I was like oh I remember the Hulk Hogan little pull guy, but when I came across you, you were like yo here it is, and and went hardcore on it like here's this, and I went sweet let's do this. So we did oh, yeah. two two solid years of like every pay per view we did them all. It was the black box in 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 high school, the cable the cable stealer. Oh yeah! Oh god! Yeah, one of my, yeah. One of my we watched every pay per view yeah. on that, dude. 
Well, that's how we always got it because one of my uncles used to work for one of the cable companies and he just brought us a black box one time and that thing worked for close to a decade. Like all through the 90s, I had all of that shit. And timing-wise, when me and Gilpin met was literally like the month that the fucking NWO storyline started. So like, I'm introducing him to watch wrestling (laughs) at what was probably the best time to ever watch it before or since. Uh, NWO popped up in what, 90? It It was like, it was in 96. 96. That's when the NWO popped up in 96? Yeah. 96. Like, it was almost right, it was right at the, like, I caught like a month or two, and then, boom, like, Hogan came back, and I was like, eh, it's Hogan, uh, what do I care? And he's like, and that when Sting popped up a couple times? Sting was doing the crow face yeah, paint. Yeah, and he kept popping up places with the baseball bat. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, from oh Sting was God. my man. Sting was the one yes. for me. Like, even though I was like, dude, what's up with the crow outfit? Does does Brandon Lee know that you jacked his his total look? Like, could you just? I mean, I get it, but uh, okay. What is your favorite foods? Like munchy foods, or just food in general? So this question came out to others, and the highlights, you know, Barney went, he went, I love Indian, another went, I love ethnic, and other people went, I love Bob's restaurant in this spot. And then, without a moment's hesitation, Wendy's. your boy said, I love, I love Wendy's. Wendy's. <laughs> yep. Wendy's. I even gave him a chance to, like, take it back. Nah, you know, I just like to pick something up on the way home from work. I like some Wendy's. He said, of all the food in all the world, anything and anything, you could be as specific or as general. Like He's like, Wendy's. Wendy's. Okay. So what so would you I, like, sir? Wendy's. Don't say Taco Bell. Oh. It's hard to, to not enjoy, like, a really good pizza. Um. Elidio's over near my house. I'm a big fan of because it's kind of the closest thing to a New York pizza that I found. Um, obviously, that is the second time Elidio's has been mentioned. Elidio's mentioned it as well. Love that place. But even like going to a, somewhere like that makes a good calzone too. Like Barley's actually still has a really good calzone. I'm a fan of that. Um, speaking of dude, we went to this Greek restaurant down in the old city the other night that I had no idea existed, and it's like a family style sort of deal some of the best food i've ever had in my life it's called kefi k-e-f-i if you have not been there i highly recommend it nice they they have a on the menu by the way and we ordered that and it was nowhere near as good as your mom's because just thought i'd let you know that and you can tell her her know that too you told you just did so this is going to be published wherever you get your podcasts and um she will hear this as well you get mentioned every time that gets made. She's like, should we call Wesley? And I was like, yes, call him. Yes. He'll be right here. Yes. Mama Gilpin's Pestito. A plus. So this, Italian? Will you help me here? This guy thinks I'm Italian. <laughs> oh, by the way, your cousin's pasta sauce uh, price came back down. I went, man. It's like a, it came back about, back down a dollar, dude. 
go, you go I, on vacation with him one time, one time, and I, I was like, hey, we're on vacation. I'll buy an expensive jar of sauce. It's just a crap jar of sauce in the in the store. It's all water and sugar anyway. And I get, and he's like, man, that's the best sauce I've ever had. So then he goes home, and now every time he buys this sauce, he always tells me to make sure I thank my Italian cousins that his sauce is baller. <clears throat> and I said, I'm not Italian. <laughs> he refuses to believe me. And yeah, sure you're not Italian. Whatever. Hey, to be fair, I didn't believe you either until I hung out at your parents' house the first time and saw the, the Irish thing hanging on the back. It's like, oh, you really are Irish. Okay. You were, right. we're English and Czechoslovakian and Filipino. There's a whole bunch of stuff in there, but nary an Italian gentleman or lady. All, all that equals Italian. It's like Mike, it's like Mike Tirico. You've seen him. He claims he's Italian too. Well, well I mean, there's, there's – Yes, Mike Tirico swears he's not black. He swears up and down every interview. He is Italian. Don't don't get it twisted. He is not African American. He is Italian. He's like it's Tirico, buddy. Didn't you hear that? I swear <laughs> to God, go look at his interviews. He it is a big deal with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, man! So we know how you we've we've talked about the fact that you're the linchpin, but. Who came to you to join? Did Matt come talk to you? I was like, like who who approached you about being in the league? I, I would guess Oslo, and I, I say that for this reason. This, this started when I was still living at Alfie, and there was enough. Like the first year that I played fantasy football, I was in this league and in another league with some friend of Oslo's that I didn't know. So I'm guessing he was probably who started the conversation, and then we just went from there. Mr. Cheek, I have bad news for you, sir. And as founding members of this this league, there's only oh, two. two of you. There's only two of us who have not won, and there, I mean, there's others. There's Alan. There's Moon. And there is Leech. So there's four of us right now. Alan, Moon, Cheek, and Gilpin are the only ones without rings. That's disgusting. That I don't need to hear. It's disgusting. <laughs> I'm still just like, how the fuck did Heffley win? It's just, it's not Because okay. Lee let it happen. Dude, Peyton Manning made it happen. That That's was your just... Peyton threw for like 600 touchdowns. Yeah, that was the year that Heffley had him. I think I traded him. He said that earlier. He's like, I think you traded And I was like, that sounds about right. You, you pro That's <laughs> probably about right that you would have traded him Peyton Manning. Oh, yeah, because, oh, Peyton had the broke neck. He won't do shit when he's in Denver. Yeah. He only threw for like 57, 68, I don't know, touchdowns. I don't know. <laughs> I'm here to make people better. That's what I do. You do do a phenomenal job. did it again a couple weeks ago. <laughs> no, I've won that trade. I've won it the last two weeks. I told you. So I, 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 I went over to I went over to his house that that night. I was like, "Dude, I'm not happy about this. I made a trade, and I'm not happy about it." So far, I've worked. It's worked out two weeks. So, two three Dude, game I wins. I told you, you you won uh, the trade. Uh, the trade was in your favor the whole time. Yeah, but I, I told you, Heffley dorked up not getting two players for Herbert. That was the whole point. He should have got two players in return. So, I mean, that, that was the whole draw with the trade. You got a 36-point scoring quarterback, and he got a 7-point scoring running back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't hate the trade because, I mean, it was, it was his dumb. 
<laughs> I won! Yay! Yeah, man. Yeah. You performed a trade groping, as we call it now, because we don't like to use the other word. Oh! Are we PC <laughs> with this now? We kind of have to be. That that word's not taken as, as kindly as it used to be. So it's more like trade molesting. Mm, so yeah, that doesn't you, work you tra- either. That's yeah. that doesn't yeah. work either. You, tra- um, you trade manipulated Hefley, we'll say. Oh. All right, we have to work on that one. Everyone think about that one. Put put on your thinking caps. What is <laughs> while we're putting on our thinking caps. Hey, what? You got any words of advice for the other owners in the league? Trade with Gilpin, trade often. That's not wow. true. I don't know that we've ever made a trade. We we haven't really messed with each other I don't in know this that league. I've never traded ever. I, I'm no, I normally don't trade. No, I take I that made- back. We we have traded because I remember I've milked a, like Melvin Gordon ended up with you somehow or with me. We we've Didn't made a few trade a draft pick. I think that was one of those years like when I was just trash. done. You know, it's like all right, why not? Because Wasn't it OBJ and something for a draft pick? Wasn't that you two? That sounds about right. Actually, yeah, it was because I remember us having a hard time trying to figure out which of the, the where the draft, draft pick was going to go. Yeah, 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 that sounds right. All right, so that that may be my one and only trade. Well, I mean, can you tell us what it was like to have the Mikey in your house for a whole year? Huh. Dude, my oh. dining room looked fantastic for a whole year. Beautiful. Did you? What did you do to it? Do you close in the dark? It was a conversation piece. Everyone would be like, "What the fuck is that thing?" <laughs> did you like the glow in the dark i did i found that funny as hell miles did that especially for you like he really enjoyed <laughs> painting that thing man he had a blast <coughs> only thing miss- i couldn't let him use was that was the hot wax gun i had to do put the puppies on myself but that was it do you do you miss it not enough to have it back i miss it hey. enough that like maybe if we were to go to heffley's house i could just be like hey there's that thing Hey, it might be not too far from you at the rate things are going, because it looks like it might be moving its way to what Seymour? Is that, is, does he live that far out? <laughs> or just South Knoxville? <laughs> I, hey, I don't know where Oslo lives, but I can tell you right now, it's his to be. It, Oslo is officially. That's the the breaking news. I don't know where we are in the show, but if it hasn't happened yet, congratulations, Oslo Cole. You are the 12 seed in this year's Mikey tournament. You now have three games to win to not have that trophy in your house oh no no, no, no. you're looking at you're looking at it backwards he already has possession of the trophy now he Uh has three games to get rid of that trophy like oh no no it's not three games to get the trophy it is now on its way to your home at the end of the season you have three games to defend your honor or defend your homestead and try not to get that thing Definitely texted me the other day and was like, come on, man, hook me up so I don't have to keep this trophy another year. And I reminded him, look at the bright side. Look at all the postage I'm saving. (laughs) The league appreciates how generous you're being. You know, just trying to help him out. Things are tight these days. Oh, that's great. All right. So, you know who your rival is, correct? Is Mr. Matt Moon? Yes, in the battle of the front room, uh, you two gave each other. I think you got to spoon each other. Both each each of you got to spoon this year. Split. Split. You got any got any special words for him on the way out the door? 
miss that big bushy beard of yours, big boy. <laughs> Which is sad because normally he's on here, but he's stuck at work tonight. Because I still know. Would say? Is he still working at the bakery? Yeah, yeah, he's still at the bakery. I need to go down. Yeah. There. Oh, you got to go down there and mess with him. Cause he, oh man, I know he really want to take some shots at you. <laughs> I, what did I do? I don't know, but he has the infatuation with what it takes. I mean, we, you, bro. We, we've <laughs> talked, we've talked about it, and sometimes your 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 week is busy, and maybe you don't get around to listening to this show. You can get it wherever you get your your podcast. But in his interview, in his loving words, I don't know if you went and listened to those, but. <laughs> I, I'll paraphrase and say that you should do some research. He said you had testicles on your chin. So he called me Peter. Uh, yeah. just, just look it up. Just just look it up. It's 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 well worth it, especially to go. Wow, that was pretty good. You got an iPhone? It's available on Apple Podcasts for free, buddy. There you go. Available Spotify as well. We got it for you. Ask us for the link. Got it if you need it. I'm going to have to get a hold of that. Wherever you listen to your podcast and digital media. Hey, man. Always. Let us know. We're there for you. Yeah, boy. All right, man. That, that about wraps it up. Do you have anything else you want to say to anybody? Just anybody out there, period. Hope everybody's doing well. It's a shame I don't see any of you fuckers in person that often these days, but uh, hopefully one of the, well, I mean, obviously, you know, Gilpin's pretty face I get to see, but, uh, but yeah, man, I've, I've, I would love to see a day where we could actually have another in-person draft with the whole gang. I know that's probably fucking impossible at this point in life, but I aspire to high things. Vegas 2022. Yeah, you're you're the linchpin. It's not 2022. It's the t- I mean, 2023. 20, 2023 is the draft. Yeah, Vegas that. So that would be that would years. be 20 years. And I say absolutely, I'm in. Sign me up. Yeah, for the 20 year, that actually that would be pretty badass. And even if we can do it digitally, I think we find a way to do it on the big board. Or you know, yeah, we can still do it offline and do a big board. I need a sticker. That was kind of fun, especially when you were stealing someone's pick to just like, uh, with that. <laughs> like, oh, damn it. Oh. <laughs> as soon as you snagged it on the board, you'd have to duck. Whoa, Sharpie. Whoa. Who's got the red one? What the hell? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, dude, that's definitely where I'd have to do it. Oh, man, this has been a blast, Wes, man. Thanks for coming on, bro. It's been really fun sitting down with you, dude. Yeah, man, I've enjoyed this. This was a good time. Heck yeah. Well, everybody, we're going to take a break. We're going to pop to the other side. We really appreciate Shomer Shabbos coming on and rocking with us for a while, man. It's been a blast. We'll see y'all on the other side. I can't believe that. that. I think that was totally worth the wait. That was the one that we waited for. We did that last. We did it. We, once we did... The first couple, we kind of realized what was happening and what yeah. was being said. I mean, said. it was good that it worked out that way, bro. Like, I just, I'm surprised, but that was a that was a really cool interview, man. He was a good time. I think I he agree. was kind of surprised that we were that excited to interview him. 
Like, <laughs> like I told I, him I kept I kept dropping <laughs> hints along the way. I was like, "Hey, have you? Uh, what about a Jack Handy moment? Have you thought about way?" And I kind of dropped those in between. Yeah, man, I really think he was just surprised that we were so excited to interview him. He's like, "For real?" We're like, "No, dude! Like, we're super excited because you know, like, I mean, he's the connector." So yeah, man, that was that was a good call to figure that out. So hooray for us! That that was that was a nice little way to wrap up the interviews for the season, man. That was super dope. Thanks to everybody who's done the interviews this year. I All mean, of us, man. Been... Every one of you. Yeah, but I mean, just everybody taking your time to taking the time to do it. I mean, it's been fun. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I know I've enjoyed talking to y'all. It's been it's been super fun. But let's get back to this show. We got standings for week 14. Standings for week 14. Starting over in the volunteer. Ugh, I hate saying this. Oh. Wide at 12 and 1. Running backs lives matters at 7 and 6. The Louisville Backbreakers at five and eight, and he's back at two and eleven. Rocky Top, Knock and Futs, nine and four. F yeah, seven and six. Shomer Shabbos, six and seven. Life Champs, <laughs> four and nine. Jumping over Smoky Mountain. Chicken Dinner at nine and four. The Urban Achievers, seven, six. Kind of okay at five and eight. Urban Achievers at five and eight. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? This takes us over to what everybody wants to hear. And yes, you're right, Jim Mora. It is time to talk about the playoffs. It is time to talk about the playoffs right now. The top three seeds are in. Number one seed is guaranteed. As G said earlier, it is wide. He is guaranteed the first round by and the number one seed. Nuck and Chicken Dinner are our guaranteed playoff spots. Ah, now we get busy. There are four spots left. There are a total of eight teams that, well, I guess as far as they're concerned, <laughs> seven teams that stand a chance because the computer gives Hefley absolutely no chance whatsoever, but we'll still put him in there. They are sitting at Running Backs Lives Matters, the Urban Achievers, F. Yeah, and Shomer Shabbos are the last four in. Shomer Shabbos is sitting at six and seven. When you jump down to the Mikey, we got to talk about it a different way this week. Gee, I can't give y'all a hard time about being down there because yes, y'all well, can jump out of there based off of what happens this week, man. Well, y'all can make some huge jumps out of the bottom. So uh, who else down there, man? Well, I want to make an official announcement right here, right now, wherever you are. Just take a minute and realize that a piece of the Mikey has been said. And the most important piece of the Mikey, Oslo Cole, congratulations. You are guaranteed the number 12. Yeah, so man. that means that means some big, some big business. Also headed to this party, and we'll talk about let's get rid of these guys. We have Life Champs, Herb, Blue Bull Backbreakers, and kind of okay. We're all hanging out at this party. So it is Oslo's party, hundred percent. So what happens at Oslo's party? Tell us about that, Kamesh. Well, here's my thing. Uh, Oslo, congratulations on being the new owner of the Mikey. So as everybody knows, Oslo has earned the Mikey. Oslo can also earn the right to be able to have somebody hold on to the Mikey for him, we'll call it, by winning uh, the Mikey tournament. But the crazy part about this is he's the only one that's guaranteed to be in the Mikey tournament right now. So that means that if you're looking up at Shomer Shabbos, F yeah, Urban Achievers, or Running Back Lives Matters, there's a chance you could still be in that tournament. 
So you've got to win to get in. That's how crazy this is. Of four through seven are all at risk of not making the playoffs. Like that's absolutely a legit shot that all of you might not. There's a chance all of you could not make the playoffs. So you must be on top of your game. And that means the bottom half. You guys aren't even out of it. I usually make fun and tell what the chances are y'all being in the Mikey tournament. I mean, it's still giving kind of okay a 16% chance of making the regular tournament. Louisville Backbreaker still has a shot. And Herb still has – you have registered shots. You guys have losing records with two weeks left and have registered shots to make the playoffs. This is insane. I don't even know what to think. This is – yes, I'm saying there's a shot. Like and saying there's and, a chance. And the problem is whoever comes in the seventh seed is going to be the one team you don't want to play because they are going to be on a streak. Whoever that is is going to be a team on a win streak. It's not going to be a team that loses to get in. It'll be a five-game win streak. Oh, my God. I just can't take it. Anyway, we're going to take it to a break because I, I just need time to – I need time to back down from this, man. I can't believe it is this wild going into week 14. Week 14. See y'all on the other side. So we're sitting here trying to figure out how we talk about this week 14 and what's coming up and which game matters and which game matters the most. And they it comes all down, matter, Bob. They all matter. <laughs> Looking at this is great. Is I mean – all right, so games that really technically – let's do it like this. Let's the game say that has the least effect on all the others is definitely going to be me versus Hefley. Like yeah, that it's game a 20-point spread. 20-point spread. 20-point spread plus nine to you in the Alki. He's on a four-game losing streak. You are nine and three history versus him. It goes to you. You beat him one seventy three. You beat him by forty points in week two, so yeah. all signs point to you. So let's just say you win that one. You go to ten wins. He stays at four. No big deal. Let's leave that alone. Well, that is actually if he stays at four, he's guaranteed to be in the Mikey tournament. All right, lose heavily. You lose yeah. and you're done. You're in it. You you yeah. are guaranteed your spot in. Okay, so let's move down to the next one. We have Wad and running back lives matter. It's two and one history. The spread ESPN says 33. We have it at plus two to wide. So that's more likely it matters for the playoffs. Allen won the first one by eight. If Allen wins, Baker loses. Not a big deal. Baker goes into a tie. If Baker wins, he's in. Yeah. Baker wins. Done. He, 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 he stamps his spot You're in the playoffs at eight wins. So, yeah, I mean, if anybody, that's the that's the kicker now. Right now, the number is eight. If you hit eight, you're in. You're guaranteed in. So that the, that that's the that's the kicker. The other seven win teams: Urban Achievers versus Urban. So Herb on my three game win streak. It didn't work out very well. The last time we played, he won by fifty five points. I hold the the overall record five to four. So it's close. The spreads are plus 16 and Alki ESPN has it different, but I don't have a kicker. So we're just going to ignore those. Um, But if he's at seven wins, if he wins, he's in. If I win a tie, got some problems. The next one, F yeah. Shomer Shabbos. This is giant. If F yeah wins at seven wins, he's in. 
If Shomer Shabbos wins, he gets to well, six. Eight F win goes to eight wins. He goes to eight, and he's in. 15-8 to max overall. It was a 22-point win by Cheek last time. Max, we win, you're in. Cheek, you win. It causes a 7-7 a seven and seven tie for both of you, which you could also be joined with Moon and Baker. So there could be four teams at 7-7. Seven and seven. If that happens, there would be two teams right behind you at 6-8. and eight. If Leach is able to beat Oslo in the pillow fight of the week. <laughs> the pillow fight of the week, baby. But the only problem with the pillow fight of the week is that it has playoff implications, and it's only supposed to be a two-point spread. And if you look at it, they're two and two over the last two weeks. So they've been playing progressively bad. They've been sharing the is that it and the eleven and the ten spot. Can I can we break a hundred? But they've been flipping and flopping. This week could cause some issues. Here's what I want to happen. I want turmoil because it, you know, obviously it, it helps me out. I would like a four way tie at seven and seven, two teams at six and eight, as opposed to more teams being locked into the playoffs. There could be five teams, six teams locked into the playoffs at the end of this week. Yeah, man. Or six in contention. There could either be six, there could be six locked in, or there could be four free spots at the end of this week. Like that that's kind of how this goes. So I mean it's it's a wild one, boss. You you're gonna have to get your popcorn for this. I am rather excited about these results like i can't even front like i'm pretty excited to see how this is going to turn around this year because i mean this week is just it's everything we look for like when you want the end of the season to matter i mean these last two weeks going back into division play like i mean it matters like it really does which is really i mean we just got lucky with the scheduling this year and the way everything's played out but i feel like everybody has a chance i mean seriously wow uh, sort of the division holders. I don't know. We may have mentioned it before, but they're twelve and zero against the rest of us. So if your name is, if you're leading a division right now, Wad, uh, <laughs> and Futs, and Chicken Dinner, you have not lost to the other members of your division. You own the division. Twelve and zero. Yeah, man, we're right. Oh, we're harsh you. with respect to divisions, but I mean, I guess that means we were dispersed evenly. I mean, I think, but looking at the division, I mean, I think our divisions are dispersed pretty evenly across the board. Uh, let's see. Yes, they are all pretty close. They're all pretty close. So, yeah. I actually, I mean, there's some. The one has a Mikey holder. Man, that's going to look really good in his office. Dude, I can't wait. In his office? No, that that's got to go in the living room. I mean, Cheek had it in the living room. Heffley mailed it. It's going to look where we did the interview, like right over his shoulder. That's going to look really good. It's going yeah, to pop. That? It's going to pop. No, people don't go in. Like, uh, when you go to Oslo's house, you don't go into his office. You go into his living room. Like, it well, should be an extremely nice fixture in his living room. Like, I mean, I, 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 it's, a, it's a nice conversation piece. You better start making plans. Yeah, you know, I mean, like that. We got to see when when the Hef is on his way back down south again, so that he can bring the toy. <laughs> Today's number really is the number four. Like, in case you didn't notice, the number four keeps coming up. Like, 
Well, I mean, that's it. You just nailed it. The number, it's four. There's four, there's four spots left. There's, it's possible. It's possible. I could be in one of those spots. There's eight teams. I'm still alive. Eight is the magic number for this week for those of you at seven wins. Because if you get to eight, you're, this conversation's over. But my playoff streak is still alive. It's 2% so chance. Four spots with two weeks. So four times two is eight, which is the number of teams that have a possibility to currently get in. But if you get eight wins, you're also in. So it should be eight. The number oh, is still man. four. All or it right. could be four yeah. and eight, which is super dope because, I mean, you know. It's week 14. The number is four and eight. <laughs> Actually, the number is four. Oh, it can't be four squared. Damn it. That's 16. Um, Math. <laughs> I was about to be like, it's four squared. No, it's two squared. Anyway, it's four times two. That's all I can do. Just say the number is four and eight. It's week 14. Woo. Cut. The number is Jimmy Johnson's race car. Jimmy Johnson, 40. Just Jimmy Johnson. 48, taking another left turn. <laughs> Go left there goes right. the number 48, taking another left turn. I think this just took a left turn. Let's take a left turn into our final break. Let's get out of here and figure it out on the other side. What week is this? Where is it? it what's, what's today? What, the games start today, right? Who are we playing? Uh, let's see. It is the Thursday. The Thursday game. Thursday game is Pittsburgh versus the Minnesotas, oh, which is that's... Steelers versus the Vikings. Oh, that's an ugly game. Steelers-Vikings. No Thielen. Uh, ben is pretty much, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's Thursday. I hope everyone. I hope you didn't get who you you, you picked up in your roster last <sighs> yesterday. Yeah. I hope it's. I hope they're on my team. They're gonna score. They're gonna definitely put up some points this week. And uh, the number forty-eight has just taken another left turn, so that all y'all can remember that there are four spots and eight teams left with a shot. Hey, COVID injuries, uh, COVID and injuries. And remember, this is the final bye week. You have four teams on a bye this week: Indianapolis, Minnesota. Uh, sorry. Indianapolis, Miami, New England, and Philadelphia. Indianapolis, Miami, New England, Philadelphia. They are all on a bye. This is the final bye week. Uh, man, I hope everybody gets through it. Actually, I don't. I hope you guys have short rosters because I'm trying to win. But uh, there are two weeks left. Uh, please get your dues in, yo. Everybody, try and get in touch with me. Get those in. Uh, man, we've already recovered the Mikey. And its new home should be somewhere in South Knoxville, unless you guys screw around and let him win three in a row to end the season. That's uh, in the playoffs, though. So he's got really the, these final do that. These final two. <laughs> these final two don't really matter. We'll talk about as we finish the season. These two weeks, there's a lot of things that can happen this week. Four Man, teams, y'all, eight y'all don't spots. Don't give him confidence, dog. Hey, I hope he. I kind of need him to win. I hope he. I'm pro Oslo this week. He needs to beat Louisville Backbreakers. He needs to have a uh, his six game losing streak snapped. Oh, uh, bro, don't get that dude started. He might hurt some. Go feelings. Oslo. Go Oslo. Yeah, I hear you. Go Oslo. But hey, that's gonna wrap up the show for us. Thanks for listening in this week. Hey, we still have one more week, which will be 
the playoff setup show, yo, because we got a week 15 is going to be wild more than likely. It looks like there could be quite a few spots open. I'm hoping you set your roster. I'm hoping you didn't get who you want. G, you got anything for the people? Peace. Hey, yo, we're out. Call it.